Welcome to the podcast. My name is Edwin, and today I got Freddie along with me. Usually it's Sam that's on the podcast, but this time it's Freddie. Again, this is just a conversation between friends, so Freddie's like my other brother. So we were just having a conversation about how I have a friend. His name is Henry Free. Uh, he's an older, an older gentleman. He's a he's black, and uh, I remember one day I was having a conversation with him when it came to just just his life right and he was mentioning how he went through segregation himself he's like an 80 year old man at this point and uh i met him through bingo i used to clean a a church right by my house and he would be at bingo night every single night and i just got close to him and it was one of those things where i remember one day we were just having a conversation and he was just like i'll be honest with you i look white i'm hispanic i look like a very white person And, and he was he was telling me he was just like at one point I never imagined myself becoming friends with a white person, and he he's just happy of how life has gone to at this point right, where he went from segregation where he wouldn't even be allowed him like basically in the same school with somebody yeah. to being friends with somebody it's a it, it's a crazy story and then you started bringing up. Uh, the story of Go yeah, ahead. I was I was working at some nursing home the other day, yeah, and freaking and uh and the guy's just telling me his stories, whatever. We're talking, obviously I'm Hispanic, so you know, he can tell. Yeah, yeah, and I'm yeah. like whatever. So uh, <laughs> not then, not like me though. <laughs> nah, 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 definitely, uh, you fucking know I'm fucking. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> the second you see him, you're like, are you sure he's legal? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, nah, so uh, he's just telling me. And pretty much same thing, similar to that, is that when he went to school, when he was young, obviously, I don't know how old he is, but when he was first coming in, he was, he was going to school with this kid, mm-hmm. and it was, I guess it was the first, like, black kid he's ever been across. So the guy that you're talking about is a white guy, right? Or yeah, he's a white guy. So he was just saying, like, like, you know, growing up, where he grew up, he was told his whole life, fucking from a kid, that we don't, we don't like these people, or these people aren't good, they're all criminals, whatever. So, you know, that was the mindset he he told me this 100% honest. He was like, that's the mindset he went with, is that they're all bad. And then, then he ended up, like, they were playing gym, whatever. He was like, yeah. oh, the kid wasn't as bad as the kid was, like, joyful, whatever. And he said, then they finally had to partner up in, like, a, like a science class. Yeah. It's like, all right, we partnered up. And he's like, and then we've, we're fucking, we're doing the work. He's like, and the kid isn't bad. The kid's cracking jokes. The kid was like him. He was like, the kid was like him. And then he's like, all of a sudden, he, like, he was like, yo, this kid ain't that bad. And he's like, he's like, my whole life I've been told this and that. And he was like, you know. So then they started becoming friends. Freaking, they freaking went on. And they freaking became friends in high school. Yeah. And then they freaking, he became his best man at his wedding. And really? it was just like, it's such a, like, he was just like how something, like, you know, being told from your kid. Like, you know, you don't fucking, you don't talk to people. Yeah, to yeah, to yeah, him, exactly. embracing that mindset, because that's what they taught him. To so then growing up, and then, Boom. That became like his best. That became his ride or die. He's like, yo. He's like, if I ever needed a kidney or if he needed something, they knew they that had each other person. forever. Yeah, yeah. It, it, it's it, it's crazy. It's one, it's one of those things where it goes like, are you, like, are you taught? It, it, I guess oh. racism is taught. No, like it's one of those things where you go, that person's bad. Like this, this is what it is, or. Do you think it's something that's, like, inherent? I feel like it's probably something that it's just like, oh, these are the people that you don't talk to, you know? Which is, which is, which is nuts, because, to be fair, if your parents told you as a kid, don't play with that kid, you wouldn't, you wouldn't play, go with, play with him. That's yeah. what I'm saying, which is nuts. Because it's your, it's, you're like, oh, these are people that I've been with my whole life. They're my mom and dad. Like, I'm going to listen to yeah, them. Yeah, you're so much trusting them. Exactly. And so when you're taught wrong, that's, that's, yeah, like, for his, his case, that's that. Yeah. yeah. He was taught this and that, and he, 
that's what he lived by. Exactly. And for many years, he, he lived by that until he met the first fucking black person he's ever came across. Yeah. And he was like, whoa. It, isn't it crazy, though, that it's just like, all right, so when we learn about this stuff, we're, we're thinking about this as, like, history. This is something that happened way back in the past or whatever. But yeah, yeah, definitely. We're a generation away. In fact, you probably don't even have to go that far. Uh, Levytown in Long Island is notorious for, for being... A com- like still 99% white there's barely any like any type of diversity there yeah so there's probably still some people that have that go to school that probably haven't even interacted with one black person at all and it doesn't have to be black it could be Hispanic Asian whatever yeah, yeah it could be true. a huge diversity so they're just probably they're around their own people they're, they they go about being in their own little circle and it's it, it's crazy to think about it's like we learn about segregation and, and all this shit, how, like, it's, it was so long ago, right? You feel like so long ago. Because like it's, it's centuries away, right? Yeah. We personally know people that, that go, yeah, no, yeah, I grew up. It. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. That's crazy. That, it, it's, it's insane to think about where you just go, like, oh, it's in the history books. It has to be. It has to be. And like, then, then, years yeah, ago. that's another thing about what the guy said. He's like, you know, He's like, yeah, I've come across people. He's like, of all races, and there's always good and there's always bad. Yeah. He's like, regardless of what. He's like, but race doesn't define a person. And that, that's kind of what he said he learned from everything is that, you know, e- even at the end of it, his parents weren't happy that he was best friends with a black guy. Yeah. But he didn't care because he knew that their their brotherhood went way deeper than their skin color. It was just like, exactly. that was his brother. Which for me was like, I mean, it was crazy. I was like, uh, it's crazy that somebody in our lifetime that we've met that's still alive went through that. Yeah. Whether we're so young, you know, this guy went through. I don't know how old he was, but exactly. It's yeah. still it's still nuts. It it's a it it truly is to me like the same thing about because it, it goes like, it it's just one of those things where it's just like, yeah, what the fuck? Like it wasn't that long ago. It really <laughs> wasn't. If you think about the nineteen fifties. My parents... Bro, that was just like 67 years ago. Yeah. Somebody's 90, they would have lived that in the 20s. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's crazy. crazy. I work at a dental office and I see a lot of birthdays now and I see a bunch of people from the 1940s and I'm like, oh, oh yeah. yeah <laughs> when I think about it, I'm like, you're only... Dude, like a, a lot of the people that are born, I'm just like you're only two to three years away from World War Two. Like that's fair, yeah, yeah, that's insane to think about. It, it's funny how like history bu- books like make it seem to us like it's something that's ancient, right? But when it was yesterday, in the blink of everything, it was yesterday. But how, how about this? How about this? Mm. Not to say that it's not personal to us. I mean, anybody listening, obviously. Yeah. Nine eleven. I was like three. I don't remember it. Yeah, same to here. To be fair, I don't remember it, but I know, I know, I I kind of a little bit remember the day of it, but not like I'm sure our parents remember it like. Yeah. Instantly, they were, they course. know exactly what's it, where they were every single day. So for the people that don't know, we we grew up in New York, and like, yeah. and not not just like buttfuck nowhere in New York, so you go like <laughs> not, we're, not we're, Buffalo. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> We're, like, near the city. Like, yeah. I don't want to reveal exactly where we are, but we're near the city. Close enough that my parents actually saw the smoke plumes from uh, the towers crashing down. Yeah, like, yeah. We're, we're pretty close to it. So, it, yeah. For, but I guess, I guess that's... What I'm, my bad. What my point was in that is... No, nah, go ahead. I feel like we're, we're not... We haven't lived through it. We haven't gone through it, which is, like, 9-11. Like, all I remember from 9-11 is watching the videos. Yeah. 
And same thing I feel like with the history books is we didn't live through it. So I'm going to ask you this. Go ahead. Uh, I remember when I first went to school and they had that first moment of silence when they were just like, let's have a moment of silence for for 9-11 or whatever. I was in kindergarten. I was like, whoa, this is a weird thing. Do you remember that or no? Like I felt like I felt like my first memory of it was probably like first grade where we finally started having a moment of silence for it. Um, I I remember the day of it, yeah. but I only remember because my mom, like, panicked. Like I felt like I've never I guess in my life I never seen it like oh crap. Yeah. Like, I feel like she was like oh. What I definitely hell just wasn't happened? old enough to have any type of memory of the day. I just remember like those split seconds, which is like oh snap, she really it was like something's wrong. Yeah, yeah. This is like my mom's reaction, but I don't remember. I remember probably maybe let's say to what that feeling was. I probably remember of it, but I don't. I was like, "What the hell are we quiet for?" Yeah, probably. I was such a kid. Like my, I think, like the real life. I I feel like in my whole life I've always known of nine eleven, right? Because I was like two when that thing happened. Yeah, I was like three probably. But I think the realization hit me maybe when I was in first grade, when it was nine eleven. They they made a stand up and they were just like they went over to the loudspeaker and they said we have to have a moment of silence, look at the flag. You had to. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't know. I, I don't think we do that now. But they made us put like our hands above our hearts and everything. I think they still do. Maybe. I, I think hope so. <laughs> I, re- I remember in high school we would just have the moment of silence and we'd all like sit in silence. We say the pledge of allegiance. Yeah, we would say the pledge of allegiance. In high school, we didn't say the pledge of allegiance, did we? They would let it ring and like say it, like do it, but we wouldn't be. I don't think we were like forced to do it. Yeah, we weren't forced to do it. No, no, no. No, nah, I mean we didn't go to the best high school, so. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's true. It's true. Um, but yeah, no, it's it's yeah. It, I, I that's that's how I feel with like the whole segregation thing is like, I feel, especially being in New York, man, it's so diverse compared to yeah. You're been to another state to be fair. You okay. won't you don't see as many as diversity as you do over here. It's uh, you it, see so much over here so without us knowing it. it exactly. So. It, I, I went to I ended up going upstate one day and I went to this town and it, it made me truly realize that like yo living in the city we're we're kind of blessed when it comes to it because we see everybody mm-hmm. we're in a diverse ass place yeah, yeah. but I went upstate and it was like a small town there was barely any diversity it was like it, it literally was just a bunch of white people from what I saw and then like there was one Asian store owner and then that's it. That was it. It was a small town. Yeah. Like, the town, you literally had one street light, and then you were out of the town. You were out of the main hub of the town, right? And I'm just like, you know what? This is probably the majority of America, right? Probably, right? Besides the cities. Besides, yeah, like, New York Philly, City, Philly, Chicago, uh, Chicago California, like LA, yeah. probably Austin and Texas, uh, or some somebody in yeah, Arizona. I, I, would, I would think probably, yeah, most of the country's pretty rural. Yeah, right. I'm not diverse at that point. It, which is, which is like, I mean, even if you go to Pennsylvania, it's <laughs> you go over there, you, you see a different breed of people. <laughs> Bro, did it, weren't we driving, I don't know if it was when I was with you, but weren't we driving to Pennsylvania and some guy just kind of like popped out of nowhere? Like he, he like literally came out of like the, the side woods. of the high, yeah, the yeah, woods. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Bro, I was so scared, I was yeah. like, oh, you can never trust the person that freaking walks out the woods by himself, yeah, man. Exactly. That's some creepy crap. Bro, for us... <laughs> For us living in the city, we're probably just like, yo, that's strange as hell. But this guy was probably just getting to school or some shit. Fucking <laughs> <laughs> like poor man has to cross three rivers to get there. <laughs> making fun of Bro, like our parents used uh, I don't know if your parents ever My told you about that. My parents definitely did. Yeah, exactly. Their stories of how they had to go to school. They had they to had cross to go through, like, fucking hurricanes and bridges. Yeah, my mom would tell me how they wouldn't even... They were just like, 
we wouldn't even have a chance to brush our teeth at home. We would have to walk across a bridge with a brick in our hand to go to school. And then once we got to school, they would all take us to this little river to go wash our hands or brush our teeth. Bro, and I was oh, like, wow, no. that's crazy. That's what people in PA would <laughs> <laughs> Bro, oh, you said she was across like three mountains. Yeah. Like, four buses and like a plane. It's a bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> that's a bullshit. But I'm like, yo, what the... <laughs> Yeah, not, it's nuts. It, it's, that, that's how I feel about PA right now. To be fair, yeah. Well, it's funny because the second I leave the city, that's how I feel about everything else in America. Because I'm just like, yo, it's crazy. It, like, it, I think it. Sh- I don't know if sheltered is the right word, but we're probably sheltered from the rest of the world. Where we go, we live in a hub. We're in the Big Apple. Like motherfuckers from the rest of the world are wanna like, come over yeah, want to come over. That's fair. Right, so now this is another question I have for you. We we've lived here it's not magic to us. Do you feel like there's magic to the city? I know, like, all right, we live in the outskirts of it, so sometimes whenever I go visit it, I'm like, yo, this is cool. No, no, I, I work in it. I work in it some days. Yeah. Some days I go to the city to work it, but... Uh, I do feel like... I do feel like it's it's, it's unique. Like, yeah. like if you've never been, I do feel like... Maybe I'm just biased, obviously. The point. I feel like there's no other city like it. Just because yeah. there's so much difference cultures in it yeah and just like every i feel like everybody really much has their own personality whether whatever it is we have towns for cultures we have chinatown little italy we yeah. have uh, i think we have a thai town as well we have we have fucking uh, everything bro like yeah. we, you can find every country in i mean it's, yeah pretty much the colombian yeah. streets yeah, yeah, yeah streets you want fucking well, toggles uh harlem we have like a whole like Puerto Rican, Dominican yeah, side yeah, of it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. We, we, we have like yeah, all I, the I, I wouldn't name you many other countries. I mean, countries, fuck out of here. States. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, you're right. I wouldn't name it. It, it. So, back when I used to work at a lot of hotels, like, there, there'd be people that would come into the hotel that would that'd be like, hey, look, I, I used to live in New York City and now I live in bumblefuck nowhere in America, whatever. And they're just like, this This is the place where they have the number one Chinese food. He's like, the reason why I come here is like, I want to eat the Chinese food again. And it's like, yeah, you know what? You, That's New, true, yeah. New York does have a, a huge Chinese culture. Bro, right? I went to, not, not to cut you off. Go I ahead. went to Georgia, bro. I asked for bacon, egg, and cheese. <laughs> I have no idea what the hell I got, to be fair. Yeah. I was like, these motherfuckers don't know about this. <laughs> yeah, they're just like, damn, they don't know what it some places don't know what a good pizza is, man. Oh my! We God. live in the hub of the number one pizza in the world. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Oh, a, man. What What is the What is the other state that like competes against us? Is right, it Chicago? Chicago. Yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Chicago deep dish. That's that's yeah, what they go. But it ain't that good. I've never had it. So I I, I, it's good. It's good, but I it ain't here. Yeah, yeah. I feel. But I'm sure they say the same thing about us. Bro, <laughs> you can't be dollar slices here, bro. Nah, definitely not. Yeah, it's it. Okay. All right, now, now my next question is, mm. do you see yourself living out in New York? I don't think so. So, just seeing how everything... I can see myself, like, if I if I ever end up becoming rich or whatever, like, having, a, like, a summer house or something out in, like, Pennsylvania or upstairs somewhere else. But it's difficult to see myself living outside of a city. Because I've been to, like, Maryland where it just feels empty. Like, things just feel empty like there's nothing to do yeah. I've, I've a lot of my family lives in virginia they they for some reason decided not to stop at new york city <laughs> they went straight to virginia afterwards that might too me too yeah. i got like fucking four uncles over there <laughs> <laughs> i swear to god i have 10 uncles over there 10 uncles and aunts and it's it 
I, I talked to my cousins over there, and they're just like, yeah, there's nothing to do. One of my fucking cousins ended up being like, yeah, you know what we used to do for fun? We would jump on the hoods of cars. That's what they would do for fun, because there's nothing else to do besides drugs out there. Oh, my God. <laughs> so I'm just like, yeah, you know what? I think I'm blessed to grow here in the hub of the world, where we have Wall Street, where we have all this and everything. We have Broadway, everything. Now, with Corona, everything's closed down. But oh, man, that new but it's still, it's, it, but but even then, uh, even still, in the height of quarantine, it's something interesting to go see the the city, which used to be packed with everybody. Bro, I'm in there Anything. now. I'm Anything. in there now, man. It's it's weird. It's still weird to me. Like, yeah, bro, you go from like even like I had nine months ago, obviously before Corona. Yeah, bro, it would, you'd be bumping shoulders with people. Now it's it's kind of it's it's, it's kind of empty, man. Yeah, you got like easily like ten feet around you. Dude, Nobody walking by. You got that six foot distance now. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that, nah, I know. I give it one six yeah, foot. Yeah. But yeah, it, it's it's a little bit more spacious now. I, I, bro, I remember in the height of quarantine, like I, I fucking already had corona. I was like, I have the antibodies. Let me go. Corona. All right, it's yeah. my time to go. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, what? You had it? Uh, I was like, you know what? Let me go to the city. Let me see how empty it is. Bro, I would be able to ride my bike in the fucking streets. I felt like I owned the city well, at that point. You could drive in the city back then. <laughs> without getting into a car crash. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> no, without waiting for damn people to cross the street. <laughs> yeah, that too. Then I had to run nobody over. Then I had to fight to get into different lanes and everything. It was... It's I, scary, I, though. I had a coworker that, obviously, like mm. I said, we work in the city. So he used to take the train, bro. And he used to be like... He used to be like... He used to drive... Well, yeah. Not drive, but he used to be taking train. He'd be like... Did I take the wrong train or something? But it was it would be like he was the only soul in that whole train. Yeah. And then he'd get off, and not one person would get off of him. Like, yeah. Like like I'm saying like like you know when you look down the freaking look down the lane I guess I don't know what the hell you want to call that. Mm. We look down and uh, no yeah. nobody's getting off or on. He was yeah. like it was a ghost town. He like for like two three months it was easily like like nobody was taking the train. He was like he he liked it obviously because there's no traffic, but he was like. For him, the that was the first time, and, mm. and he grew up in around the city. He grew up like I think in the Bronx. Yeah. And he was saying how his whole life he's taken a subway or a LIRR, and it's been packed. Yeah. And boom, and then he finally, and then finally COVID hits, and he's yeah. like, he's like, whoa, this doesn't is crazy. that feel like a bad Beatles movie where you just go like, <laughs> I'm a, a, in an empty subway, you look around, the fucking lights are flickering. Do you remember when we took like the LIRR? Yeah, and then there was that like one train that for some reason like all the lights would shut off whenever you like hit a bump or something. Oh man! Yeah, like imagine that bit alone. Like nobody on yeah, the yeah, train I'm at all. Panicking at that point. Yeah, I'd, I'd be like, me. what? The? I I would think I I like I'm in a bad dream. I'm just like I'm in a bad dream and I can't wake up. But no, it was just real life for a while, and it's probably gonna happen again. Oh man! Yeah, I'm sure it probably will. Yeah, which is gonna uh, be, it's gonna be definitely different than the first time. Yeah. And you think people will take it more seriously the second time around? No, no. Or you think people will be like, I already did this shit once, I don't want to do it again. To be fair, to be fair, I'm being honest. I feel like, I feel like, this is, I'm just being on my behalf. I feel like I've gotten a little bit more lax with it. Not okay. lax, but like, I feel like when it was first going on, I was kind of like, always like, I need hand sanitizer, I need this, that, I can't you touch this. You were acting like the second you know I was at a store. This man has like five different hand sanitizer <laughs> bottles in his car. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Which was, is good. No, honestly, it's good. You yeah, don't want coronavirus. Yeah, this shit yeah. sucks. You have don't, it, no, I, I don't know. I, don't <laughs> I already had this shit. This shit sucks, man. It really does. It, it's something that you don't want to get. 
And you know what? That, the second time around, this shit's fucking stronger. It's like, oh, these motherfuckers learn how to cure me or like yeah, how I'm to sure, heal I'm me. sure like any other virus, I'm sure it's going to mutilate. Yeah, yeah. It's, 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 right it's adapted or something. So, uh, But I'm sure it's definitely, it's just learning how to adapt to your body, which is scary. Bro, I, ju- I just hope that, knock on wood, that like, I, I just can't get this shit a second time. I do not want it a second time yeah. at all. Uh, I hope I hope so too, man. It, it it would change the game if people could get it a second time. It, it'd be like, oh. I remember for a while there was like, I think it was mainly South Korea where people were just like, oh, they were getting it a second time. But oh, I think South it, Korea was so good with it. How <laughs> <laughs> the they get it a second time? They were they really got it the first time. <laughs> <laughs> they were that good with it that they got rid of it immediately so they could get it again. No, no, no. It was, uh, it was one of those things where it was just like... It, I guess people would take the test too soon and it will come out positive again. And then they were just like, oh, these people are getting it a second time, but it didn't really. But the first time it went away, to be fair. Yeah, I, I think I think that's, that that was what the case was of people getting it a second time. A second time, but mm-hmm. I just kind of hope that it's not true because I don't want this shit a second time. The first time was rough enough. I, I mean, I'm not a science advocate, but I do think there's, there's so much unsolved about this damn COVID. So like, like it hasn't even been a year, bro. So how much can you study within a year? And uh, we have no clue about long term effects, right? Like it's no, one of yeah, those we wouldn't know until like, down the road. To be no, fair. exactly. And there, I think there was new research saying that like people who ended up getting COVID have like scar tissue in, yeah, their, in their lungs, lungs now. Yeah, yeah. Bro, what if I have scar tissue in my lungs? I mean, God forbid. Fuck it, bro. I might as well start smoking twenty packs of cigarettes <laughs> a day. Like <laughs> there. Yeah, it's scary. Yeah, which is nuts. Ah. Not, not to go with lungs, but I mean, it's, it's a story I heard from my boss, right? Mm-hmm. He was saying how there's this guy, it's, it's, I guess this go kind of hand in hand. So there's a guy, right? He's, he was his neighbor. It was it was neighbor's son. Yeah. He was like probably young in his 20s. He got a job. I don't know what, maybe working for a coal company, something like that. Mm-hmm. They were charging, they were giving him like probably like 60 to $70 an hour, right? That's so of good. course, of course, it, bro, that's fucking amazing. Yeah. Yeah, so of course the kid, the kid is like, hell yeah, I'll do it. So he was obviously inhaling all those fumes and whatever. It was something like along those that line of work, and then, and then he had a girlfriend. They were back. They just bought a house, bro. He like he lasted like I think like four or five years there, mm-hmm. and then and then he went to he started like coughing up blood, whatever. He went to the doctor, oh, yeah. And the doctor was like, "Yo, we, I guess whatever medical stuff he had to get done, mm-hmm. I guess CAT scans, I guess at that point." Whatever. Uh, I'm not a doctor, but yeah, yeah, sure, 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 sure. yeah, yeah. So whatever lungs he work, he had to get done. They uh. they thought he was smoking like easily like three to four packs a day. Fuck. And the guy the guy says I haven't smoked once in my life. Yeah. And that's how much he was freaking inhaling, bro. Just with all that coal and everything going around, yeah. Yeah, and then man, and then he passed away shortly after. Fuck. And he had a baby on the way. Oh. So the guy, the, pretty much, my boss is just telling me, yo. Just take care of yourself. Just take care of yourself. He's like whether he's like whether it's COVID or not. He's like just take care of yourself. It's true. You have yeah. no idea what the hell the future's gonna hold. And the, yeah. the poor, I mean the guy. He's like yo. To be fair, you know, any human at let's say twenty four, twenty five, if you're getting charged, if you're getting somebody's telling you I'm gonna pay you sixty or seventy dollars an hour, you're gonna take it. Any human person will take it. Yeah. With a union job, pension. Of course you're gonna take it. But you're paying for your life at that point. Yeah, obviously the kid didn't know. Yeah. But obviously, damn man. When he said that story to me, I was like, all right. He was he was just telling me like, I guess it was like it was a couple. I was a couple days in to the new job, and he was like, yeah, you know, he's like, take care of your health before you before anything. He's like, if you don't got health, 
you will never you have nothing. You have nothing. Yeah, yeah. pretty much. I, I think there's a Vice documentary about something about like this town of Abestos, where like the whole town was like this old Abestos mine or something like that, and how like the I don't know if the kids were coming out with deformities, but they were like immediately having illnesses. But these people, their lives depend on this, so they they like continued digging and mining and in this mine is basically filled with uh, asbestos and the whole town like their houses are made of asbestos and everything oh, like that. yeah, yeah, yeah. and it, it's one of those things where it's just like i mean it, queen's college the college that that i frequent i was over there and there were signs literally saying like this this building is shut down because they had to get rid of the asbestos this was something that we used to use a bunch and then we learn later on in life, oh, wait, this thing actually kills us. Let's not use it. <laughs> it it's it's crazy thing about, like, all these things that were just like, oh, this, this is great. Let's use it. And then it goes on to be like, I oh, don't know, this actually this goes about killing us. I mean, even, uh, like, a, what, maybe, like, 100 years ago? Maybe a little bit more than that. Yeah. They would say cigarettes weren't bad for you. you kids were smoking cigarettes. That's nuts. Yeah. Insane. Thinking- and then <laughs> that backfired. They were like, "Oh Bro, shit, we gotta tell these motherfuckers." <laughs> the, yeah, but if, if you bring it back a hundred years ago, Coca Cola, bro, they, they it used to be medicine. It used to have cocaine in it, and they were just like, "Oh wait a minute, cocaine might not be good for you." <laughs> and yeah, all the people fucking like, "Oh thanks, thanks Sherlock." <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. Fucking telling you I'm dying. But you know what? Ed, like. All right, I've never done coke in my life, but from what I've heard, it gives you energy. So I could only assume they were just like, well, this is a plant. It gives you energy, so it probably heals you, right? So it was just like, all right, so here's a medicine that will give you. gives you energy. You feel better. Even if you're sick, you'll feel better. You got energy. Yeah, but now take fucking two Red Bulls. You're both Red Bulls. You're fucking... <laughs> see how your heart does. No, oh, that, that, that like reminds me of this thing. My mom is terrified of like anything that has the Red Bull or Monster or anything like that because she heard one day on the news oh, okay. there was there was these kids that decided to do this new challenge that's oh. going around where he would drink. I I think the challenge was like you had to drink two two liters of Mountain Dew, you had to do a shot of espresso, you had to take you had to drink a Red Bull, you had to drink a Monster, and in the news the kid and like the kid he that died. ended up doing this died. He had a heart oh, attack, and I think I think he was young. He was like fifteen years old. He ended up dying due to a heart attack because of that. Ever since my, then, my like mom was just terrified. Whenever I'd bring her like Red Bull home, she'd throw that shit out. Oh, throw that shit right out. But it's like it, common sense, no? I mean, you think you do that much shit, you'd be like, yeah, maybe, maybe something might happen to me. Caffeine's I mean, a drug at that. Yeah, of course. It but to be fair, not defending the kids, but your kids, your kids, you, you don't. Yeah, think about you, that shit. I mean, think about it, like what's what maybe four or five, six years ago, we fought unstoppable. Fucking, you fucking. Run through a wall. You're like, I'm fine. Yeah. yeah. You fucking try it, but... Why do you think the Tide Pod Challenge was the point of thing? <laughs> to the point where... Oh, my God. Get out. Get out. Of this. <laughs> right, try to stay so quiet. <laughs> but, yeah, why do you... At this point, Tidy man, had to put, like, Fine. little little disclaimers. Don't fucking eat this, you idiots. <laughs> like, why would you even eat this in the first place? Bro, how did that start? I just I don't know. I would never. That doesn't even taste good. We'll, <laughs> we'll bring it back to the old conversation that we're having about social media, uh, about how like most people are at this point are just addicted to their phones. Hell, I know for a fact I am. Look at my analytics. Ten hours a goddamn day on my phone. That's Yo, fucking stupid. I don't know how that's possible. I heard this thing recently. It's just like, what's the first thing you do when you wake up? Yeah. Or, or within the first like, 
I think it's like five minutes or ten minutes. I know, I'm on my phone. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It was like, what is the first thing you do? Easily, my answer was, oh, I'm definitely on my phone. Yeah, the what, second what I wake the... up, I watch YouTube. Oh, man, that's nuts. Yeah. Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. The first thing I do is fucking probably go on Instagram and Snapchat. Just so, my alarm is on my phone, right? So, the second I shut up, so, I, I think I told you this, but I can't wake up to regular alarms. So I, have a pu- <laughs> I have straight up have puzzles every single day I have to solve. So, the second I solve the puzzle, I'm kind of awake. So, I'm like, all right, I'm just going to watch YouTube. I already have my phone in my hand. I might as well. Be like, bro, like, even when I'm taking a piss, I'm on my phone. I'm bro, brushing my teeth. I'm on my phone. The first five or ten minutes, every... And this is like a... This, this is like a study. Like, a hundred percent. This ain't me just saying it. It's like a study. And then, immediately, I asked seven, eight people around me. Yeah. Every single, every single person around me, on their phone. Yeah. That's nuts. Bro, it... it I, it's... It's so it's so it's so crazy how we we've made it so like I guess it reliable. Yeah, it, I guess it's one of those things where it's just like you Every can't live day. without. It. Yeah, it, I, I was telling you about this earlier, but like nowadays, even jobs give you phones. They're just like yo, you have to like, here's a phone. You have to use it to do calls, pick up messages, things like that. But like it, it's gotten to the point where like my my analytics says I do ten hours daily. Yeah, on average daily. I kind of want to look at mine to be fair. <laughs> Please, actually, bring up yours and let me know how much you do yours. But if you were to do anything for 10 okay, hours a day, <laughs> you're going to be like, no, bro, it's two hours. Which one is it, home screen? I, I think you literally go. No, I've got it over here. I took it off. Oh, <laughs> do you want to see it anymore? <laughs> no, no, it has to be home screen. No, it's not that. We're going to look it up. But mine ended up being around 10 hours. Oh, it's right here, bro. How, how many? Miss it? How many? Bullshit, that ain't true. Uh, mine's is 10 hours. And oh, if yeah. you do anything for 10 hours straight, that's an addiction. This is like, we don't like to think about our phones as something that it could be addictive or anything like that. But this is an addiction that I have. I have to be stimulated constantly throughout the day. Oh, that's I mean, nuts. Let, let me hear. Oh, yeah. Wow, that's pretty fucking impressive. <laughs> not impressive yeah. but you're giving yourself a high five you're like, like about like six hours a day that bro that's a full time job basically you're two hours a- don't tell my boss that you'll <laughs> <laughs> be a thing I'm on my phone all day that just makes me go you ten hours that's four hours alright so the, the only excuse that I'll give myself is that I fall asleep to my uh, to like listen to podcasts but bro er, my waking moment is on my phone and my sleeping moment is on my phone cause I'm always listening to it uh, like a YouTube video or a podcast or something. I always have to be stimulated. Bro, when I'm taking a shower at this point, I have to be listening to something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, it's brushing my teeth. I'm listening to something. Eating. When I go to eat, I, li- I watch a YouTube video. I, can't, I, I tell myself this. I can't start eating until I watch a YouTube video. That's a problem. That's a problem. Yeah, man. I, I guess we are just going through our lives using it so frequently and so instantly. You're like... You know, I guess you don't even know that it's on sometimes. Yeah. You, Which is kind of scary. <laughs> That's terrifying, man. And it's... It, it, if you look to your left, I have two different screens. I have two different monitor <laughs> screens. And then even on top of that, I still use my phone. An extra 10 hours a day. An extra 10 hours a day. So that's but, not screen time in total. I could probably, if you were to go to my average screen time total, it would probably be around 16 hours. I'm not going to lie to you. Yeah, yeah. What the, when do I sleep? <laughs> when it's 24. Yeah, sleep those eight. yeah, yeah, you're right. <laughs> I really do stretch those eight hours out, man. 
Yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I'm surprised it's a lot more. I that's higher than I thought it was gonna be. I thought maybe like three or four a yeah. day. No, nah, man, no. six. It was like about six, six and twenty. Yeah. Do you, do you fall asleep with your phone near you or not? Or no, like, I, that's the one thing I try. I actually. That's good. No, nah, yeah, that's the one thing I always try to stay away from. Just maybe because I'm old school. Do you see those books near you? I've been trying to read books before going to sleep because I heard the blue light or whatever. It makes you but, stay up longer. But to be fair, you could you could take you could you could change the screen and make it like a yellow light. No, I, I did, I did. <laughs> and, and you know what? Once I realized the yellow light, I haven't read those books. <laughs> like fuck those books. Yeah, exactly. I'm like, I got yellow light now. I can go to sleep with these. Nah, nah yeah. Uh, yeah, I put my phone away just a little bit, but I have to have it close enough where I have to listen to the alarm. Yeah, exactly. Which is also another thing. I sleep with my phone underneath my bed, or I have a desk right next to me. It's literally right there. But that, that goes back to my high school teacher. She used to be like, oh, I mean, she, I guess, I don't know if she's right or wrong, but she's like, oh, the radiation on that. So ever since she'd be like buried that in my head, I've always been like, yeah, let me keep my phone a little bit further away. I'm telling you right now, in 20 years, there's going to be people that have like cancer in their legs. Where are you? Was it me or was it you that ended up doing that research project on texophrenia? Oh, that was me. Yeah, that was you, right? I mean, I was in your class, but yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I guess... We were there, we were there. But yeah. Bro, that, that, that's, that's, a, that's a crazy thing in itself. Yeah. I, I, that's happened to me. I don't know if it's happened to you. It's but you, 100% happened, has if, happened if to me. If you're not aware of texophrenia, I think it's the, I think that's the one. Yeah. Whereas, where you hear like a ring or from your it. phone or a vibration yeah. and there's nothing that's happened. Yeah. That's... It, that's insane. I, I don't know about you, but I keep my phone constantly in my left pocket. I keep it on my right. But yeah, I sometimes feel the vibrations. I, I feel oh, the I think I do. I only feel the vibration on my left leg. Even when I don't have my phone near me, oh. if it's been a couple hours, I feel it on my leg. But not on my right leg. Can you believe that? There's a... Uh, like a muscle, I guess, right? There's a muscle that goes... <laughs> it's just like, so used to it, I guess. It's so used to it that it's probably like, hey, let me vibrate right now. It, that, it, it's crazy that the, literally a word has been made up because of this. We grew up in a generation that grew up with the internet. Yeah. Uh, like, we talked about this earlier, but imagine the kids now that are in the middle of this world, are in the middle of the internet age where there's nothing that you can't do besides in the internet. But I, I think it's also this was the whole COVID thing. Like, yeah, right, you're locked down now. Now you gotta go to school through Zoom on your iPad or computer, whatever yeah, the hell it is. You can't escape. Even it. if you want to be on your iPhone, but ah oh man, yeah, it's gonna be tough for these next kids growing up. Just yeah. I can't. Im- I I could never imagine. Literally, now you're home. Now you're home. Twenty four hours, you're really home. That's God forbid. <laughs> I mean, maybe now you're chilling with your friends, whatever. But once you get, once you get. Once, Once it gets, it gets back lower to than thirty-five degrees and knocked out, yeah, exactly. I'm sure. I'm sure you're not gonna be going out. No, definitely not. So, what's the one thing you're gonna turn to? Is obviously your phone. your phone. And then that's how people are gonna keep in contact. That's when social media gets even bigger and bigger, or whatever. Uh, I would, uh, I was telling you about my high school teacher that he he made the conscientious effort to make sure that his kids don't end up like having like electronics until they're over five years old. But now, how can you avoid that? How can you tell your kids, hey, look, your school is giving you an iPad, but you shouldn't be watching the iPad? How, how are you supposed to tell your kids, hey, look, I, this laptop you have, you shouldn't be spending all your time on it when you have yeah, to be on school, school yeah. eight hours or whatever on this laptop? How are you supposed to tell your kids, don't be on that all day when you have to be now? What makes it worse now, too, is obviously the kid, your kid makes friends. They're like, oh, what's what's whatever? How Let's can I contact time. you? Yeah, yeah. And uh, the kids like, oh, I don't got that. 
because this now now you're now they're feeling all bummed out because yeah. yeah, which is that's that's such a hard that's such a hard. I guess you gotta give in maybe as I mean I don't know I'm not a parent yet, but yeah. I guess you would have to just to make your kid happy a little bit. I'm not excited to have kids in this generation, <laughs> man. I don't know how I'm gonna raise my kids. When I think about even how like my parents raised me, I have no clue how they raised me. Like I don't know. I mean, uh, yeah, I think the the next challenge is. It must be tough to be a parent right now with this whole COVID. Probably. Yeah. To be even worse. Probably it was already rough with the whole technology, but now that the kids are going through Zoom. Now, on top of that, my, my question my, my question about that is, all right, so now you have a parent. Now they're both working full-time jobs outside. Yeah. Who the hell is going to take care of these kids? No offense. Because some parents rely on schools school. to take care of them for those eight hours at least. Trust me, my parents relied on school. For my me. parents did too. I would have been home alone. Exactly. Yeah. So now I, I, I wonder that someday. It's like, yo, man, it must be so rough to be a parent right now. Yeah. Because do, do you leave your kids alone? Can you trust them to be alone? By law, can you even have the kids alone, to be fair? Oh, shit, you're right. <laughs> I didn't damp those pesky laws, bro. <laughs> I didn't even think about that. This guy lived by law, so he don't care. <laughs> I, yo, honestly, I didn't even think about that. Yeah, could, could you even leave your kids so alone? So now, and then, then now what? All right, so you have and no babysitter. You're not allowed to have a babysitter, because what happens if she was in contact with a bunch of kids with COVID or something? Perfect. You can't risk your kid with that. Not perfect, but I'm saying, that's my example. <laughs> that's great. How did you get that COVID? <laughs> No, no, but I was saying is, and then what? All right, now you got to tell your boss the next day. Yeah. You know, what, what boss on this planet is going to say, yeah, that's fine, you can stay home. I mean, hopefully they'd be listening. I mean, not listening, but understandable yeah. to let you do it. But, man, some of these bosses don't care. They just they, to make their money. Yeah, most of them it don't care. Yeah. It, well, all right, so you can have a boss, but then you can have, like, the CEO type level. CEO, at the end of the day, does not care. He wants his money. He, don't his give he probably doesn't even know your name, to be fair. <laughs> Hell no, he doesn't. Yeah. Yeah, like, your boss might care, like, personally or whatever, and I would try your best, but at the end of the day, the CEO is just like, this person ain't working. And then that's it. We send them out, furlough them. And it's, which is why I had, like, uh, like, the, the, the stimulus check and everything like that when it comes to unemployment plus getting six hundred dollars, I think that was for the best because yeah, people had to be home with yeah, their kids yeah. and everything. Yeah, I understand that was for that. the best. I understand of like why it happened. But to be fair, there was a lot of people making money, a lot more money than whatever the hell they were getting from unemployment. Like uh, there's a guy I know, he just lost a job. Mm-hmm. He was making he was making a good amount of money, more than more than what unemployment was, and him and his wife both got laid off. Yeah, and they were struggling to pay mortgages. Yep, and he said he said thankfully for it that he had a savings, but oh man, I can't imagine having a house on top of that. Imagine, yeah. try, imagine kids going to school. You're yep. trying to pay mortgage. You yeah. both, you and your wife, God, I mean, God forbid, anybody in this planet, I mean, in this country, to be fair, yeah, because I'm sure we're not the only ones. No, we're definitely not struggling. You got to pay mortgages. You still got to pay electricity. Now your kids are freaking home. Oh man, it must be, it must be. Oh, well, I'm, I'm actually glad I'm not a parent right now. I'm I'm so glad I'm young. <laughs> <laughs> nah, bro, be more young too, so have a kid. <laughs> yeah, you're right. You say you're right about that. I'm glad that I'm single and young. Where I'm like I'm I don't have a kid relying on me. My parents are decently well off. That like if yeah. I lose my job, they're not gonna be like shit. How are we gonna make rent this month? Yeah, or whatever. Yeah. How are we gonna make the mortgage payments? So I'm I'm look all in all, I'm well off. When it comes to that, right? Where I'm not like, will I have food like on my plane? Yeah, yeah. yeah, I'm not too worried about Even it. Even then, though, your parents are working in in the right line of work, I would say. Well, but, yeah, we're blessed where we go. Yeah, it, they're some working. Some people are in the line of work that 
No, it's obsolete. No, yeah, it doesn't need, need to be needed. It, it's not needed. But thankfully, my parents worked in something that's just like... Yeah. I, I feel like there's there's a couple of certainties in life. It's the health and well-being of people. It's where people will live. Mm-hmm. And then enjoyment. Uh, when it comes to quarantine, maybe enjoyment comes out of, out of that. But by well-being of health, I mean, I'm talking about doctors. I'm talking about nurses. Anything yeah, that has yeah, to do yeah. with health in general. Thankfully... The majority of my family works in that. And then when I'm talking about houses, I'm talking about people at the end of the day need somewhere to live. It doesn't matter where. So if you if you work somewhere, if you work in something that's plumbing, AC, roofing, anything that has to do with houses, I think you're set. You yeah. will forever have a job, no matter the climate of anything at all. Yeah. But then when you go into, do we need, do we really need restaurants? At the end of the day, if that if that's like very, like if yeah, we, if we have to like, if we had to decide, hey, should we do like mortgage or restaurant? What should we do? Restaurants always gonna end up being sent down the drain. Yeah. Do we really need a Dave and Buster's if we're struggling? No, no you no. really don't. But if you get sick, who are you gonna go to? You're always gonna go to a doctor, a hospital, a nurse, or whatever. That's always something that's certain. If you suddenly lose your house, where are you gonna go? You you're going to have to find something, uh, either shelter, apartment, or anything of that nature. So I feel like if, if, if you have any type of work in those fields, you will forever forever have a job, no matter what. Unless yeah. there's a meteor coming down to destroy us all. It is what it is. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah. GG, good luck. Hope right. you live a good life. That's what I'm saying. And I guess that's what, that's what also was an eye-opener. Yeah. For like this whole, this whole COVID thing. Because I'm sure there's a lot of people that lost their jobs. I know my cousin, he lost his job, he was in a casino. You know, yep. how often, the casinos aren't needed. Yeah, casino, so, yeah, exactly. That's that's when people have extra money, they don't know what to do, they just throw it away. Yeah, man, it's it's, it's definitely, I think I would, I would say it's eye-opening. You know, thankfully, during the whole COVID thing, I was working in a pharmacy. Yeah. So I was like, all right. Yeah. It, it was definitely needed. But I know people, I know, man, it's so crazy. It is. It's it really is. freaking nuts. I can't imagine. I st- I'm still like, yo, man, this second wave is going to come. I mean, hopefully it doesn't, but I'm, I'm sure at this point, not going away. Yeah, for Hopefully real. it doesn't, but it's going to it's gonna be even worse, maybe. It's going to be rough, man. It's going to be rough because it's like, but we already went through it the first time. We both worked through it. But now this time we both have jobs now that probably will shut down. Yeah, if, that's, if, that's the scary part. Yeah. Because we, we both ended up transitioning from, like, when quarantine happened to when it finished. We both ended up getting different jobs. Now these jobs are kind of reliant of having shit being open. Yeah. Uh, where, I guess, considered not essential workers anymore. Yeah, I guess so. There's, like, an, I, I work in a dental office now. So I guess if there's, like, an emergency exam, like, I guess I would be considered essential worker. But, like, since we're not in health... Like, yeah, uh, no, it's like mental is weird. health, but it's, it's not there's like, a difference, mm-hmm. you know? Yeah, nobody's gonna really, I mean, God willing, but no, I don't see nobody dying from it. Uh, yeah, like a exactly. bad tooth. Uh, from, from, from what I've seen, I'm not a dentist, but from what I've seen, you can't really die from tooth pain. Yeah, it just yeah, hurts yeah. like a bitch, but like, yeah, we, we, the dentists could still come in for emergency exams and things like that, but you're not allowed to be running up in functionality of 100%. Uh, you work in security. Yeah, uh, yeah, but that's the thing. When that's the problem with security is that 
Once if they're closed, if they're closed, they don't need it no more. I mean, you just need it on the outside, really. You don't need it on the inside. Nobody's really in there. Exactly. Yeah. And that's that's uh, I guess yeah that's where, that, where the problem would be is there's no jobs really to do. Yeah. Everything's going oh, on. Yeah, I guess I guess we would feel the exactly the brunt of it this time. So now this time, where uh, the the last podcast I talked about I talked about being bitter about the fact that we had to work through it, and how like at the end of the day people were making more money than us even though we were working to it. Now I'm just like, well, fuck. Now we're on the other side. Now we're like, I don't want to be. Yeah, now I'm on the other side where I'm going, fuck, I might actually lose my job. And I'm like, fuck, I don't want that. We're both, I I would say we're kind of workaholics. We've always worked. We we constantly always have worked. The second we don't have a job, we're looking for another one. And then, yeah, that's a fucking, that's a hell of an example. Like, pretty much, yeah, during the whole quarantine, I'm sure a lot of people went, no, sadly, unfortunately, those yeah. are jobs. Yeah. And I'm sure they had to be home for those time for that time being unless they found one almost immediately. But, yeah, exactly. But that so, yeah, it was COVID, home. yeah, at yeah. that point. And and yeah, for those for those probably I mean it Five was months, yeah, it was, there, it, was yeah. it was a long time. Long than people expect. Yeah, for those months we were just working, we were just going to work. Yeah. Every day you'd wake up at the same time. Obviously, the only thing we loved about it probably is left traffic. Left left traffic. traffic. Oh, I oh, love man. that I'd shit. make it home in like 10 minutes. Bro, was like, what, what, what used to be a 40-minute commute became like a 15-minute commute. Yeah, it was, was awesome, too, man. Yeah, Half an hour to like almost 12, 13. I was yeah, like, yeah, yeah, yeah. It was great. Yeah, I guess, but... That was the only upside. I mean, yeah, me. to be fair, since the whole COVID thing, I haven't stopped working. Yeah. And I, yeah, I transitioned and... This would be, I mean, hopefully not, but this would be the first time that yeah, I, haven't worked in, I haven't worked in like six, seven years. So you were, you were working in a pharmacy, so like, uh, well, you were working on like the the medicine side, the insurance, pharmaceutical, pharmaceutical yeah, side yeah, of everything. Yeah. Uh, I, you had, a, a, I guess, a better job than me. I was working in a fucking resort hotel mm-hmm. where people were trying to go and escape from the virus and being like, Oh, you know, we've been cooped in the house, like, you know, like, we just want to escape, we want to go. But, um, I guess something that I didn't articulate well in the last time that I did this is that, like, when when the quarantine first started, and people, like, the big waves of uh, coronavirus really did start happening, is that people will come to my hotel to die. Like, this, this isn't one of those things where it was just like, oh, like, where did I, no, pe- like, people would leave a notation of reservation saying, if my family were to call, tell them I'm in this hospital. But no, they knew they had coronavirus. They would go into the room. We had three people in my hotel end up absolutely dying. They yeah. end up dying. We ended up having to quarantine a whole entire floor because there was three to four people that have died because of coronavirus there. Not because they contacted it in, in the hotel. No, it's because they had it and they didn't want to pass away in their house. They didn't want to pass away in a hospital. So they decided, you know what we'll do? We'll go into the hotel. So this was something that, like, uh, I will see every, like, not every day, but it was something that happened where I go, like, oh, like, th- there would be pa- people passing away. And then on top of that, my dad works at a, at a hospital. Yeah, yeah. So he would come home and tell me about how they're literally renting out meat trucks. Trucks oh, that I they would transfer about, about meat to, to, to store these bodies. And cause it would be that crazy. My dad is not a panicky type. He doesn't get worried about anything. Mm-hmm. That was the first time that I ever saw him truly worried. And he was like, you guys better take this shit seriously. 
because he was like, I went into, like, there, there was a COVID floor. Because he works in paternity. He works in uh, helping people deliver babies and shit. Like yeah, that. yeah, definitely. So, like, well, he was just like, I, I thankfully, I, w- I was a void of that floor. But he was like, I, I went and visited him. He, was, he said it was a horror movie. He was like, this was the worst thing he ever saw in his life. I'm sure there's people in hospitals, man, that... Yeah. I, I know a person that worked in a hospital that, that she was a nurse, you know. I mm. think she was a nurse. I mean, I mean uh, I, I'm sure she was... She long works long. in the area. Yeah, 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 yeah. And she freaking passed away, man, but... like Tragic, man. Like, yeah. I give it to those people, man. Like, God bless all these, I guess... Social workers. Front line workers. Yeah. Front line, I guess. Front line, yeah. Because, yeah, yeah, man, that. yo, that, that's... I mean, if anybody's listening, yeah. yo, I... 100%. God bless you and God please protect you because I could never imagine me going up against something like this. Yeah. Like, even, I would never have the courage to do that. Anybody working in the health field where they have to personally go in and help these, like, people that are affected by COVID, bless your hearts. Yeah. I, th- I know there's, like, a movement saying that you guys are heroes. At the end of the day, even if you don't feel like it, you, you are. You really are. Because you're going and doing what a lot of people wouldn't do, right? Like, n- not a lot of people risk their lives. I know there are some people that probably feel trapped because they are nurses and they're just like, this is just a career that I chose. I didn't sign up to risk my life at the end of the day. Uh, and, and they're feeling martyred. But they're still doing it. And yeah. you know what? Even if you feel like you're getting martyred and, like, uh, you're just like, yo, this is something that I don't want to do. The fact that you still go every day and you decide not to quit, that makes you here at the end. You're helping people. It's just, uh, that's serious. That's something that a lot of people will not do. And yeah. what do you imagine, though? Like I was saying about that woman, I don't know if I said it already, but mm. yeah, she ended up passing away yeah, yeah. due to COVID. Like, I, like it's tragic, man. Yeah, man, and like, ah, oh, man. Well, I think, I think what made it a little bit more sad was just like, like, she was never, like, sad about, like, like, during the whole, like, COVID thing early on, she was never sad about it. She was always like, now nah, we're gonna, I'm gonna go in, I'm gonna save us. And her, and her, what she, what her words was, I'm gonna go save as much lives as I can. Yeah. And, you know, and man, uh, God bless everybody, man. But that that that's one hell of a, one hell of a courage. It is. That's such bravery that oh man, I I can never imagine walking through a door and thinking like, I'm gonna attack this yeah, one way or another. Exactly. It's almost like an inevitable at that point. And that that that's such courage, man. It it it, it is such a lot courage. courage. But I like even just in my experience, being pissed off at all the people that end up showing up at the hotel. I could only really imagine how like. The nurses feel seeing how the second wave is coming through hmm. and how a lot more people are getting affected. Imagine them right now where they're just like, we went through the worst of it. And then seeing this shit happen right now and they go, fuck, I have to do this shit again. This is going to happen again, but man. But also, that's what terrifying. About those, what about those people that died in the hotel, man? That's the, that's another thing too, man. Like, yo, they were dying. Yeah. And they freaking went to go die alone. Yeah. That's nuts, man. Uh, I get, I mean, maybe, I mean, I'm just maybe I'm, selfish, I guess. Not selfish, but that that's a dark, that's not dark, but like, yo, to, to know you're going to a spot and you're like, yo, this is going to be my, my last, deathbed. Yeah, it's going to be my last moment it's going to be here. Yeah. That's rough. That's terrifying. I mean, I, I give it to those people as well. Look, they were strong enough to be like, yo, I'm going to do this to make sure I don't affect my family. That's true, that's true. But then me being a worker that goes, well, fuck you. Why did, <laughs> why did you go to Why did you go to a fucking hospital where they could deal with this? And not my poor little Salvadorian Hispanic co- like a housekeeper that goes, oh, I found a dead body today. What do oh I do? Oh, my God. And then, like, uh, yo, I, 
I don't know if it's just unfortunately being educated about these things, but like they would go in with no gloves, no mask, and clean it without an issue. They wouldn't. They and like when I tell them, I'd be like, "Look, please, for like, just wear a, a mask and glove. Take this seriously." They'd be like, "Non te preocupas. Like, no, don't worry. Like, it's all right. Like, ah, oh, whatever. What is this really? You know, what? How bad can it be?" And I'm like, "Yo." You're cleaning up after a dead person. That's how bad it could be. That is the worst case scenario. You dying, and that's something that you witness. And they're like, "Nah, I can clean." Has any of any of them passed away? Uh, not that I personally know of, but no, like, well, I, then they didn't care. Yeah, <laughs> really, no. They're just like nobody died. They like, already. <laughs> but no, a lot of people that that did work in the hotel had to step away for like a, a, a month or so because they didn't end up getting COVID. Mm-hmm. Uh, I was one of them. I, I was one of them and I had to step away for a month. It's funny because they were just like, oh, within two to three weeks after getting it, you could come back to work. And I was like, uh, you know what? Just to be on the safe side, I'm going to wait. I'm going to wait a month. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to affect nobody. I, did, I didn't even tell you. I don't think, I didn't tell anybody that I had COVID. No, but to be fair though, I, I did feel like you had it just because. And you're like, why is this kid not safe? <laughs> no, no, no. <laughs> <laughs> no, no, I'd ask you to hang out a couple times, and you were like, nah, I'm not really up for it, whatever. Yeah, yeah. I, I just felt the bullshit. Yeah, yeah, I was like, oh, damn, man, this guy might have No, nah, because I'm just like, yeah, I'm not trying to infect nobody. No, no, I know, I know but at the end of the day. I did feel that, I'm like, oh, shit. And I was kind of worried, man. I Like, God forbid, man, but that, that to me, you know, I was stressing about that, too, man. Yeah. That, that's not like my brother. My brother got it. I'm like, oh, damn. Hopefully him and his family can come through it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I, yeah, man, I worried about that too. I was like, I mean, you're, you're obviously my brother, your family, your mom, mm. your dad. You know, yeah. I've met them plenty of times. Yeah, yeah. and I met you all a couple times. Yep. So, like for me, yeah, it hit personal. I was, I was. I'm not gonna lie, you were probably the first person I was really worried about. I was like, oh crap, mm. it's hitting close now. And that for me, that for me, I was like, oh shit. It, like when you, even though I know you're being on the bus and you, you didn't tell me, yeah, yeah. I just I already had a feeling. I'm like, all right, you know, this guy hasn't hang out with me in two weeks. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah something's up. It, it's it's funny because it didn't feel close to home until it was uh, it was home. Like it's, <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah it, literally, it, I because when you see something in the news, you go, that happens to other people, not me, right? That's true. Yeah. It's, it's one of those things where you're just like, nah, that's not gonna happen to my family. Bro, I, I talked about this in the last episode, but there was a, literally a family a couple blocks down, a family of six people. All of them got COVID. All of them died but the dad. Every oh single one goodness. of them, man. Speaking of that, bro, I, I know somebody, this, I think this is this week, that, well, it's a landlord I know, that mm-hmm. she, she had people in her basement, right? Yeah. And she had, I guess, what did you call that? Renters, I guess? Yeah, yeah. Somebody, she had somebody renting in her basement. And, uh, Time came for the check, for the monthly check. Mm. She didn't get it. She wasn't. She wasn't upset about it. She paid it, and then like she went like she texted her, called her. She went weeks without hearing from this person, mm-hmm. and then she finally has the like, not the courage, but she was like, hey, let me just go downstairs, check my basement. Yo, everybody, there was three of them in there. They, they all died. She had no idea how long they were dead for. Oh man. Fuck. And obviously, she's assuming maybe it was COVID. Yeah. I mean, it could have been carbon monoxide, but... <laughs> <laughs> they but, just never opened the window? <laughs> no, 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 but, uh, oh, fuck, fuck. But, yeah. but, there, but she, had, like, she said that she had carbon monoxide levels all over it, so yeah, yeah, it yeah. couldn't have been that. But yeah. but it would have to be... But she did say that one of them was like, yeah, I was, I'm not feeling well, something like that. Mm. So maybe... I mean, her assumption is COVID. I don't know about the autopsy and stuff like that. Yeah. But, yo, that's, that's nuts. All three of them, man. 
Yeah. It was like, I know it was like a brother and a sister and then like a cousin. Like they were all living there. <sighs> that's, 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 it's crazy. It's I can never imagine. Tragic. It's, fuck, this is the world we live in now. Yeah, for the next, the, next t- couple months, probably. It, this is Maybe my thing. I, how, I feel like none of this is really going to be resolved until we get a vaccine. It, we were promised then in a year, right? We're practically at the end of the year. I don't no, think that's going to happen. happen. No, And now, happen. like, with the amount of people that have gotten this, the first strain that we saw probably isn't what the strain is nowadays, you know? It's probably have has changed at this yeah, point. Yeah, I'm sure it's probably gotten stronger. If anything, yeah, it's had to. It's had to, yeah. it's had to get stronger. Yeah, yeah. Viruses are smarter than we can think. <laughs> it's true. It is true about that. Shit. Well, do you want to end this on a lighter note? I don't know. <laughs> a, we spent like... Fucking well, okay, dark as shit, bro. Ready today. <laughs> <laughs> bro, we spent 56 minutes talking about segregation and dying of COVID. <laughs> Okay, we, we kind of like, yeah. I don't want to leave on this note to you. Yeah, neither do I, man. Neither right. do I. You lead off of <laughs> <laughs> Alright, guys. Um, we'll see you if we... Yeah. <laughs> Did you say we'll see you if we live? <laughs> um, yeah, later on. Is that, this vaccine coming out? <laughs> yeah, uh, yeah, definitely. The, the Russia and China are hacking into the vaccine. That so that's not good. They just make some for more people. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Dude, that's all they want to do. They're like, I want my people to have it too. Drasati, we'll have it too, please. Right, I have no idea what that means. Uh, it just means hello. <laughs> it means nothing else. Um, yeah, no, I have. Uh, yeah, I don't have a lighter now. We're kind of depressed mood with uh. No, no, with no. The no. Like, like there has, there's always light in the tunnel. No, uh, yeah, there there always has to be light. The, the, I was like looking at the bright side of everything. And the bright side of me having COVID was just like, yeah, you know what? I ended up loving life a little bit more. Oh, that, that's the perfect, that's perfect right there. Perfect. Boom. You almost died. You're still in. <laughs> Ain't it great? No, no, no that's true. That's true. I'm, I'm sure there's a lot of people that have been through this and have learned to value your life and value the ones around you, most importantly, because yeah. God forbid, man, tomorrow, you never know what tomorrow brings. Exactly. And yeah, that that's that's 100% true. I, I, not for nothing, I do feel like, uh, maybe I'm just being selfish, but... I do feel like I took life a little bit for granted prior to I mean, prior to COVID, right? Yeah. Yeah. yeah, I would say so. Before COVID, just because I felt like, I mean, you were young, and you think you're we're unstoppable, young, man, yeah. you think you do whatever the hell you want, and but then seeing this virus, track, yeah. even seeing young, healthy people, not to get on dark now a little bit, but yeah. seeing that anybody could be affected through this, it's definitely like, yeah, if anybody's around you, just... No, tell them you love them. Yeah. Man, it's just, you have no idea. It, that That's that's what I'll say as well. It's made me appreciate everybody from you to, to even people that didn't have COVID. So you used to not appreciate them? <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm saying that's nothing to do with this. No, no, it's just kind, it's kind of like, like you just feel like you're going to see them every day. But like now, like I'm every time I see you, I'm like, it's all love. It's 100%. Yeah, yeah. I'm loving you. I love you, brother. I love you too, bro. And it's just, it's always like that. It's always like. You know, now I'm giving you 100%. Where I feel like yeah. kind of prior to it... It's just like, I'll see you tomorrow. Yeah, I'll see you tomorrow. But yeah. now it's like, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm going to hug you. I'm going to love you. I'm going yeah, to exactly. love everybody around me. Yeah, and yeah. and uh, I guess I live by that. I try to be positive as I can. But after COVID, I'm like, yeah, let me be even more positive than yeah. before. I, I, I agree with that. I, I always used to be on the positive side. I always used to tell people, like, yeah, I love you. But it would be like far and few in between, right? So now I'm just like, yeah, I got it. Mm-hmm. 
I started telling people more often. I was just like, yeah, you know, I care about you. You're somebody special in my life. I, I love you. Stay safe. Stay healthy. And now I also start preaching about, like, yo, actually be serious about this shit. Because it, it was just like, I unfortunately had the luck of being like, it wasn't a question if I'll get it, it was when I get it. And a lot of people do have that option if I'll get it. Make sure you ha don't have the option go, I'm going to take care of myself and my family 100%. So it, it, it did make me care about yeah. life more. It made me appreciate life more. Uh, it made me bitter for a little bit. I ain't gonna lie. It made, it made me angry that I was like, this shit is really gonna, this was what could have taken me out. But now it made me go, you know what? It, it, not, it's, I'm not saying I had a second chance at life, but it made me go, what can I do better? Life is short. I, yeah, I yeah. should continue. And that's that's another thing too, not to cut you off my bad. No, sorry. no, sorry, bro. It's just like, yeah, like, like time is, time is so valuable. And I guess that's what I learned yeah. in those time frames. Like, like man, that's the one thing you have in this world is your own time. You could choose exactly. whatever you want to yeah. do with your time. Yeah. Money comes and goes. Time is time is really the only thing you don't really, you can't choose. Exactly. Like, yeah. like you could choose to work more hours at work, get yep. more money. But time, how you want to spend it, I think is definitely, it definitely showed me like, all right, what do I want to do? So that's why, that's why now when I'm out of work, I'm always like, oh, what do I want to yeah. do? I'm out of work. Like, I, I need to make some moves, whether it's, to go hang out with you or to go hang out with my mom, yeah. take out to dinner, whatever I can that I that just to like enhance my time. That that's another thing that I started doing. I used to be terrified of calling sick out of work, out of calling or asking off for a day off. I used to hate it. I used to not want to do it because I'd be like, oh, how would it affect my coworkers? Is it like how would my yeah, boss yeah, think yeah. of me? But nowadays I'm just like, you know what? I've I've spent too many days saying no to a bunch of my friends, mm -hmm. to you, to my family, being like, hey, I can't do this because I have work. Hey, uh, I got to cancel. I got to move this date because I have work. Yeah, now I'm definitely. just like, you know what? Now I'm no longer using work as an excuse. If somebody says, hey, like I, I want to do this on this day, I go, all right, I'm going to ask off. I, if they say, no, I can't have it, I'll try my best to still somehow find a way to do it that day. If not, I'm just like, yo, boss, I really got to take off this day. Like I rarely do, let me take off this day. So now I'm not so I'm not as afraid to use my sick days to ask for days off now to be like, let me hang out with my friends, let me go see my family, let me do this, let me take care of myself now. Where used to I would be like, fuck, I would say no to everybody, I would say yeah, no to yeah, myself, yeah. I would just go to work. That's true. I feel like that too. Like prior to COVID, like yeah, definitely. Like I, I didn't really not that I say I wouldn't care about my happiness, but I wasn't like prioritizing my happiness. You're right. Yeah, same. After that, I'm like, all right, let's, let's, I mean, what makes me happy more than if my coworkers, I felt the same way. I hated calling out or I hated taking a vacation day. I'm like, oh shit, my coworkers are going to be shorthanded. Now, yeah, now I'm more like, I'm more like, all right, you know, I don't care. Exactly. Like, I'm like, all right, my happiness and my time, my free time is definitely has to be, Yeah. it's my time. Yeah, I'm the same way. I'm the same way at the moment. So even then, I'm just like, all right. Yeah, like, a day off is needed. Everybody needs a day off at the end of the day. That's true, man, for your mental happiness and... Exactly. Yeah. Whatever comes along with that. <laughs> <laughs> Pleasure. <laughs> Alright, we're an hour and three minutes in. I think this is probably a good point to, to cut it off. I guess the main story of this is, yo, just uh, at the end of the day, you take your time. Uh, if you feel stuck in a point of your life, remember, you're in your own time schedule. Don't don't put yourself in somebody else's schedule of life, you know. Uh, and take your days off. Take your take your own days off for your own mental health and everything like that. You need it. 
Everybody does. Uh, and love, man. Love, yeah. love is a big thing. Yeah, you're right. Love, love yourself. Learn to love yourself if you haven't. Learn to love your family, your friends, and everything. Learn to appreciate if you haven't sat down to appreciate your friends. Because you, you never know. You never know what might happen. We're young, but sometimes, even if we're young, we're, we're stoppable, bro. Things, things, <laughs> things could come and hit us. Uh, yeah, all right, well, shit. I get this. I'm doing this with you, bro. Yeah, you, no, I'm getting this with you. Please, whatever you want to. 100%. Uh, Again, guys, this is just a podcast of conversation between friends. That's all that it is. Freddie's uh, somebody that I've known for, fuck, eight years? More than that? Wow, just eight? Piece of shit. <laughs> just eight? Now, this, this man's my brother at the end of the day. He, he really is. <laughs> Same goes with Sam. Same goes with the person that I started with this podcast. But That's why it's called Ed and Ed. I used to start with my brother, Edgar. But uh, he, he's just too busy to do that at this point. But yeah, no. Uh Podcast between friends. Hope you enjoyed this conversation. You have a great day. Deuces. <laughs>